0: Wistful Thinking is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more movie and nostalgia podcasts, visit cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Okay.
1: Welcome to Wistful Thinking, the podcast where we revisit pop culture from our youth to see if it's as good all grown up. I'm Jordan Pollen clark With me is my co-host, Kara Gallo-Regan. And you really nailed it that time. I didn't write it down. That was I didn't write it down. <laughs> We were talking about how our new intro for our show is just us messing up the intro for our show. Um, Every time. And and then just leaving it in. Yeah, it's like we don't even bother to do it over again. Um, okay. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to camp, Summer. <laughs> Wist, better wistful thinking to goes
0: them? to camp. Thank you. I made a letterbox list called Wistful Thinking Goes to Camp, so...
1: I think that's a good... Perfect. Yeah. Right? I don't really understand what Letterboxd is, but I have some vague idea that it's a place where you track what movies you've watched or will watch.
0: Yeah. And then you can write reviews of them, or you can record how many times you cried while you watched (gasps) them. You can? No. I mean, that's not really a feature, but sometimes I include that in my reviews. I was going
1: to be like, they made it just for me. (laughs) 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 Why didn't I know about this? Yeah. And it's like
0: it's like kind of a social network, you know. So you can like comment on other people's reviews and read other people's reviews of things. It's helpful because a, I watch too many things for them to all stay in my brain.
1: But why do you forget. need to keep them in your brain?
0: Well, I don't need to keep them in my brain. I'm just I just like to you know. uh Like, cause then it, I have something that I can go back to when I'm trying to remember something and be like, I watched something recently that like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and also like watching so
1: much stuff, if you don't keep track of it, it just kind of feels like you're, you haven't watched anything at all. Oh, Um, I think of it really differently. I'm like, mm -hmm. if I can remember it, it was really good. And if I can't, who cares? Yeah, that's, that's fine. Except that I can't
0: remember it. Anything Even the things That I do like So Um And it's just like One way to outsource Trying to remember Those things Instead of like Trying to keep it Inside my brain Mm -hmm. I can keep it Somewhere else Free up that space For other stupid things
1: Um Like old theme songs And the words Mm -hmm. To Like every Backstreet Boys song And Mm -hmm. like The plot of something That you saw When you were six mm-hmm yeah, dumb stuff or
0: uh imaginary fanfic that your brain has written about a movie that you've seen on cable many times <laughs> what movie little darlings the movie that we're covering today oh
1: you wrote imaginary <laughs> fanfic about this
0: well i just i remembered there being a scene where the two lead girls in the movie make out with each other and that doesn't happen doesn't happen but it should have okay um, and also because this movie is just like radiating like big lesbian energy because not only is Cynthia Nixon in it who has since come out as a lesbian but also uh, the two women whose names I can't remember right now who are, who are in this they star in the movie
1: Christina Nicol and Tatum O'Neill yes I don't know their names in the movie oh I do know their names in the movie yeah okay they were named angel angel and... and a name that i kept not being able to understand and had to look it up how it was because <laughs> i would be like i would be like sure that i heard it correctly and then be like oh no i don't know um angel and um ferris oh yeah and then there's a Judy girl. A oh my god! Girl, okay, wait, wait, wait. We who's didn't named even Cinder, before which we is a great go name. get into it. We haven't even said what the movie is I know. really yet. Well, I, I at least said the title. I a know. Bit. I got I'm that gonna, far. I'm gonna be more official though. Okay. We watched. I just love this movie. We so watched much. the 1980 movie Little Darlings, which is about two teenage girls who go to a camp and somehow the other girls get them involved in a bet where one of them has to lose their virginity first. Mm -hmm. I have questions about how that happened. Um, And so it's a movie about two teenage girls at a camp that does not have any boys trying to Mm -hmm. lose their virginity. Well, because
0: there aren't any boys there's a, But there is a boys camp across the lake
1: And all the other girls have bet on it And so some girls are on Team Angel And some girls are on Team Ferris And And some girls are on both of those teams mm, Yeah, okay And yeah, so it stars um, Chrissy McNichol, Tatum O'Neill Baby Matt Dillon Oh my goodness And a bunch of other people And Cynthia Nixon, and who Cynthia is also Nixon. a baby Who's giving yeah. everybody drugs? What is she giving them? <laughs> <laughs> I could not um, understand. The first,
0: yeah, the first thing that she hands out are niacin pills, which in the 70s I think were being marketed as like an anti-anxiety thing, um, like and also had something to do with the guy who founded Alcoholics Anonymous, but I I don't remember the details on that. And then the other thing that she's giving people is ginseng Which is supposed to make you horny okay. So she like gives it to The girl At least one of the <laughs> girls To be like here get horny And then she also gives it to uh, The coach What What's his job there Why Why is he
1: at the camp I don't know
0: Okay well he is an adult man who one of the girls decides is a good target to lose her virginity with, um, which he finds very amusing, but never acts on, which is great. Um, And so she also gives him some ginseng so that he too will be horny.
1: He's one of like two adults. No, I mean, there's parents in this movie, but I guess I mean he's one of two adults at the camp.
0: It would seem that there are only two adults
1: at the camp. Yes, like one woman and him, and it's totally unclear like what his job is. Yeah. Um.
0: Oh, okay. where are the adults? That's another. That's good an- thing to add to our list. We'll
1: save it for later. Yeah, I'm writing it down right okay. now. Okay. Um. So, there. These two girls are both like kind of shown as outcasts, I guess, and they take. You know, there's a bunch of girls taking the bus to camp, and like they are forced to sit together because there's no seats left. And one of them is in like a full white suit. Oh my God. Okay. In the summertime. So,
0: this is very important. This is definitely the seed of my love of like women in Canadian tuxedos and pantsuits because Christy McNichol shows up in a Canadian tuxedo, denim on denim on denim. And, but she looks amazing. Oh my god, she's amazing in this movie. Um, and then Tatum O'Neal shows up in an all-white pantsuit with a coordinating hat, looking adorable.
1: That's everyone's like kind of making fun of them, like they're like the outcasts, but like they look better than everyone else. Yeah.
0: Except for the Judy girl, Whatever. who is we'll get to, her. also her. always wearing a <laughs> weird outfit. That
1: was my first, my first note. So, so these two girls get in a fight on the bus, and the other girls on the bus kind of like are mean to them right away. And my first note says they are all Judy. <laughs> like, <laughs> all the girls are Judy, but there's really only one Judy.
0: Yeah. Um, I Keanu Reeves hot dog laughed. Twice while I was watching this.
1: At what?
0: One of them was on this bus when they're talking about movies, and one of them is like, oh my god, I've seen Grease six times. And then you hear somebody say, but it's like no one who's on screen, so you don't know who says it. Somebody says, um, hey, did anyone see Cocteau's Beauty and the Beast, which is a movie, like like an avant-garde art house movie from the 40s, which made me laugh so hard because no one acknowledges (laughs) it it's just somebody says that and then they just keep going um and then the other time uh there were some bullfrogs that sounded like screaming goats and it made me laugh really hard
1: i didn't laugh at this movie i don't think which is like it was definitely supposed to be a comedy it's
0: it's supposed to be a coming of age movie and it was marketed as a comedy, yeah, and it was it's marketed like, as like a sex romp, which it is not you can really. tell they like
1: threw in some things to make it like f- feel more like that too, mm-hmm. but like the kind of
0: ruins it it's fine. I love this movie it's I, it actually held up like better than I ever could have imagined
1: I liked watching this movie, but I also yeah. see a a better movie in here Mm. like a much better movie that could have existed i agree and
0: um do you did you happen to take a notice of why it might be as good as it is or like
1: because a woman wrote it
0: two women wrote it because two
1: women wrote it yeah (laughs) but
0: it was directed by a man was directed by a man and the whole time that I was watching it so this came out in 1980 and so did Fast Times at Ridgemont High which of course Amy Heckerling directed and I was thinking about Fast Times so much while I was watching this because I think that like emotionally they have kind of a similar temperature and that there's also like a, a plot in uh, fast Times about losing what, a young woman's virginity, etc. Um, and I was like, "Oh man, I'm like, I'm so glad that Amy Heckerling made Fast Times at Ridgemont High, but I would love to see a version of this movie directed by her, or just you know,
1: any woman <laughs>
0: in general. Well, but but
1: even like, I'm curious because like, so these girls at this camp appear to be like obsessed with sex, mm-hmm. but like simply like it seems to me like through the male gaze like everything they know about it is just what like society or like boys or men have made them think is like important about it like none of them Mm -hmm. actually knows anything about sex at all
0: which i think is very true to what girls at this age would like the knowledge that they would have Yeah, especially at that time, not having internet. That's what I was gonna
1: say. Is like I would hope that we are at least like uh, on a path towards something different than this. Yeah, but I agree that like at this time,
0: if they made this now, which I have a hard time imagining that they would, but I could totally see a version that would be so much weirder and gayer and like. But it would
1: be so good.
0: It would be amazing. It would be so
1: good now. Yeah,
0: but this version is also great.
1: Well, I found it, I mean, I just found it, like, upsetting, though, Mm. like, to watch these girls, like, like, first of all, be mean to each other Mm -hmm. because of all this, like, misinformation and, like, things that they think they know but they don't know, or, like, things that they think are important but are clearly not important, like, and it's just. Yeah, but I have a
0: feeling that, like, if it wasn't this, it would be something else. You know yeah, what I mean, like sure. just the the dyna- like the dynamics of like groups of girls especially at that age like and like it it yeah, it's a bummer, but I think this is like so it like it feels so um like genuine and real.
1: Yeah, but I guess in a way that to me just feels like traumatizing. That's fair. Cuz girls are really mean. Yeah and stupid and wrong sometimes a lot of the time and mm-hmm. and um I, like once yeah i don't know i just it, it made me upset to watch those parts and then so eventually one of them does lose her virginity to baby Matt Dillon who is so cute and also oh what a great time period where the men and the women looked almost the same <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, and I have a feeling that's why she picked him. You know, (laughs) that's why that character picked him. Of like, I mean, he just happens to be like the first guy that they run into, but like he has this gorgeous, really the only guy that they ever run into. Yeah, kind of. um, Other than the coach of the camp, but um, and there's even like this great kind of female gaze shot of him from behind when they first meet him, and he like
1: you could mistake him for a woman from behind. I did at first. I yeah. wasn't like I like watched this like kind of like taking notes and like looking at my phone and I looked up and thought he was a woman and then mm-hmm. he was not. Yeah. So I, that's not an accident at all. Um so one of them loses her virginity to baby Matt Dillon whose name is Randy in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, all right, Randy. And um she immediately realizes, like, oh, that wasn't what I thought it was going to be at all. I feel mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just so sad. It is really it's sad. So I mean, it's it's,
0: it's heartbreaking. Um, one of the other themes that I added to our list of camp themes that will come up over and over again is adult babies mm-hmm. or baby adults. I forget how I phrased it, um, which, again, is something that you see a lot of in Fast Times at Ridgemont High and also this movie of, like, kids pretending to be uh, grown-ups and then having to deal with the consequences or, like, doing... Um, adult things and and dealing with consequences of it and how the expectation of it is so different from the reality of it and um, he tells her that he thinks he loves her and she says "I, I just I feel so lonesome and it just is is heartbreaking and like I think in in with 2019 goggles on like and, and being able to, to see that character through, like, a queer lens, like, it's it's so heartbreaking because she doesn't quite know exactly, you know, like, what she's into, but she definitely knows she was not into that, you know. And it just, like like, is such a heartbreaking scene.
1: Yeah. And he's... I like the way they... I feel like they made him just as confused as they made her. Oh, for sure. Like, of course, in a different way, but I, yeah. I like And she's the that. one who's,
0: like, all hot and cold after yeah. they have, like, yeah. before and after they have sex, which is so often a dynamic that we see the opposite of um, in oh, film, in life, whatever.
1: This was also, like, opposite she's all that. Like, he finds out that she only had sex with him because oh, of a yeah. bet. And he gets really upset. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. She also... So this is um, questionable. She tries to, like, date rape him at one point. Like, she gets him drunk because she thinks, like, that is, like, the quickest way to get there,
1: I guess. Yeah.
0: And he just drinks too much and passes out. He falls asleep. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, It's... I feel like we should talk about, like, the concept of virginity. Because it's the thing that, like, there's so many teen movies that are, like, Mm -hmm. so obsessed with it. And And it's a scam. Yeah, like, I feel like, like, we live in a day and age where, like, we kind of, not the culture, like, more, like, in a larger sense. But, like, there are some people coming around to the fact that, like, that's just made-up bullshit. You Mm know? Like... And are, are there any, like, are, yeah, there are. I was going to say, are there any, like, movies now that are about losing your virginity? And there totally are. Like, there was one last year or two years ago about two a bunch of girls trying to lose their virginity. Oh, yeah,
0: Blockers. That was actually yeah. really fun. That, so, was, that was wonderful. Directed by a woman, however, written by two men. And I am so fucking dead with men writing stories about even if they do a good job
1: you just said they did a good job
0: yeah i just like why are adult men writing about teen girls losing their virginity i money? i know but uh, i don't know i think we should give them credit if they did a good job like they did an excellent job
1: yeah it's really such a fun movie like good Um, i mean good for them that they could do that like imagine how like i i agree that you can look through it like at it through the lens of like okay that's kind of weird but like i don't know it's also impressive if they did yeah and it's it's totally worth seeing
0: like it's it's uh it's a delight i laughed a lot i cried like you know and it's uh it's definitely a, a fresh look at this Kind of story that has been told so many times, but virginity is like a made-up fucking concept. Like that, it there's not a medical concept for. It. Like it's not a real thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just another way to control women, basically, uh, and women's sexuality and their reproductive uh, lives. But uh, yeah, it's interesting that so so. Much of, um, like teen, so many teen movies like feature this like very specific representation of it, um, and it's it's just uh, you know, I think that this is a a really I I don't know where I'm going with
1: this. Jordan, please save me. I don't know. Uh, here's what I want to say about it. Okay. I think, like, yes, like, I agree with you about what you said about virginity, but it also, like, I feel like, to me, is a larger problem for people of any gender for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're oh, talking yeah. about, like, males and females, it's, like, super dangerous to, like, have this concept of, like, this one thing, like, mm-hmm. to lose your virginity, to, like, put a penis in the vagina. Or I guess right. if you're Which is, dude, like to, like, like... Put a penis in a butt Like is that like I don't know I'm not a gay dude
0: Well okay yeah Like there are so many different kinds of sex that you can have so that's so, what i mean
1: like it's dangerous and super only, does not serve anybody to right, be like to there's, this, there's one thing, this one and thing and if you haven't done it you're a loser like, exactly there's just so many other things yeah that are like, and not just that some but, people like, better and some people aren't able to have that kind of sex and like there's just like so many things that are not represented
0: a hundred percent agree with you and even just like what we do and do not consider sex like you think back to The like uh, Clinton impeachment. He was impeached not because he got a blowjob in the Oval Office, just because he lied about it. That's why he was impeached. And um, there was that whole thing where he said, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. And then this whole fucking thing in congress about what does or does not constitute sexual contact and like what is and is not sex is a blowjob sex and like that was bonkers and because we have such like a limited concept of sexuality i mean especially in the united states like it's just it does everyone a disservice because we wind up like having the completely wrong conversations about This kind of stuff, Mm -hmm.
1: you know? Yes. So that's my, like, larger problem with any movie Mm -hmm. like this. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think that this, like, to me, like, this is just one chapter, like, in a, a much more, at least for, like, Christy McNichols' character, like, this is just one chapter in a much more complicated... Longer story about like figuring out who she is and what she's into, you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and so. the other girl, too, um, Taylor O'Neill's right. character lies about having sex with the teacher and says that she
0: did do it when yeah. she did not,
1: and like made up hold on, I made a note about this.
0: Um, well, so she goes to him in the middle of the night as like a, a sickly. Waif, who's like, oh, I'm going to die, and you should have sex with me so that I don't die a virgin, and she's in this, like, very virginal, white, flowing nightgown, you know, talking about how, about Romeo and Juliet, and how romantic it was, and, um, that was another time that I wrote down adult babies, uh, because, like, what a little baby, (laughs) You know what I mean? And she like thinks like the epitome of romance and and sexuality is is two teenagers killing themselves for no
1: reason. I like I'm just reading my notes now. Um Mm -hmm. after they have sex and um Angel is it Angel who has sex with Randy? Yeah. Yes. Is like, you know, not having a great time. She says, I'm not a woman, Randy yeah she like she like gets it you know she all of a sudden like really gets it
0: well i so that is really interesting because he had just said something about like because she's like all like kind of cold to him now and he's like well what the what the fuck like there are plenty of women who would have sex with me which a hundred percent correct uh (laughs) he's
1: so cute he's
0: beautiful and then i felt
1: bad about thinking that because he's like 16 but but is he 16 yeah. in real life, yeah. too? They yeah. They were all actually under 18. Oh, God damn it! I know, right? Because I...
0: Chrissy McDickle in that canoe, she, when she, like, is smoking and paddling, and she comes and she picks him up? <laughs> anyway. um, where, where was I? What was I talking about? I don't know. We got distracted. I just got all flustered. Yep. Oh, um... Yeah, he says something about, like, plenty of other women would have sex with me. And she says, Randy, I'm, or, I'm not a woman, Randy. And I, I feel like that's, like, such another interesting point where you can read that, like, in a few different ways. One of which is, like, the Britney Spears, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman sense. But also, like, she may not even be sure, like, what her gender is. And, like, she just knows that she's not a woman, but she doesn't necessarily have the words for it yet. That's a
1: very... 2019 take on that I don't well, disagree yes. with you but I'm going to go ahead and say that the person who wrote that was not thinking that
0: oh I'm sure I'm sure but like at the same time it's it's people can read these things in different ways and I think that that's a one way that could be particularly powerful for someone who also feels that way you know what I mean
1: mm-hmm. um, another great line that I really liked is that one of the girls, I actually don't remember which one, I didn't write it down, um, but she's like, they're like talking about boobs, or like how some guy likes her boobs or something, and she goes, one day, Angel, you might be a sex object too. (laughs) There are
0: so many great, like, little one-liners. Okay,
1: my question is, does this movie pass the Bechdel test? Oh, I don't know, I wasn't even really paying attention. Because they're to, talking. To that. Cause every time they talk to each other, it is about boys, even though not... there are almost no men in this movie. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say that's not true. They talk about movies, but then there's the one who talks about John Travolta's butt. Was it John Travolta's butt? Somebody else's butt? They're talking about. Never mind. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs>
1: Uh, there's a part where they um, steal a machine full of condoms. <laughs> that fucking—it's the
0: ten-year-old who does it, right? <laughs> it's The
1: little kid, yeah.
0: So <laughs> she like is supposed to be in a different bunk with like a bunch of ten-year-olds, and she's—I she, she said something. I wrote it down that made me laugh so hard. You don't know what it's like being surrounded by ten-year-olds. I'll go nuts. My brain is gonna disintegrate. So she like is hanging out with the older girls, and just is like one of the funniest. She's, she's always gay. like doing something weird in the background. Um, I said that we should do a Stanley yourself segment because uh, I saw myself in at least three different characters in this movie <laughs> and she's definitely one of them because at, at one point they're doing jumping jacks and she's just like standing there flailing and dancing and like just not really doing the jumping jacks. And I was like, Oh yes. Yes looking into a mirror at the moment
1: <laughs> i felt like i wanted the characters to be like f- better fleshed out than they were oh i felt like they were so uh, maybe not
0: fleshed out but like distinct from each other oh
1: they're very distinct from each other but in the way Which like not cartoon characters that... are distinct from each other they just made sure that they all looked different and had at, w- at least one personality trait that they could like latch onto.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: I thought that there was more to them than just that. I didn't. Or, like, I didn't, like, to me it didn't go deeper where it was like, oh, I understand why you are the way you are. Mm. Like, I needed it to go, I needed to go one level deeper for me to feel genuinely, like, attached or to care about any of them. Yeah. That's, that's
0: fair. I've just seen this because it just was on cable so many times. I've seen it so many times that I'm deeply attached to everybody. Yeah, I never saw it before. Oh, I love it. And now, like, they never released it on DVD, so it's, like, hard to find.
1: I watched it on YouTube.
0: I did, too, but it's it was a pretty, like, low-resolution transfer of it. Um, but I hope that they do, like, restore it and release it on a DVD, because I feel like this, of like, of all the movies that are thought of as, like, teen sex comedies from the 80s, like, this one is a lot more interesting than a lot of yeah. the other stuff and, and and should be like part of uh like part of the conversation more I think because like how, it's so rare that we get to like really see I mean well the two girls who are the the two leads aren't necessarily like in charge of their own sexuality because the only reason they're doing this is because no, of a bet nobody that some other is. people made but they have they're like acting with so much more agency than we, like, ever see.
1: I disagree. Okay. We can agree to disagree. Because neither one of them wanted to do what they were doing. No. Yeah. This was rated R. Mm-hmm. For no reason. <laughs> well, not for no reason. There's n- there's no boobs. There's no... You don't even see the sex that they have. Mm-hmm. There's no cursing. Why is this rated R? Because it deals with the sexuality I mean, I of young women. I know why it's rated R. <laughs> Today,
0: it definitely wouldn't be. No, it was actually almost branded with an X rating, just because it's so sexually franked. And this is um uh another like thing that Amy Hackerling has come up against repeatedly in her career that like the criticism that she would get particularly from like studio executives and stuff was that like her work was too sexual but not sexy and I think that this I mean there are definitely like moments of uh sexiness but like not really though
1: not like like only because there are beautiful people in it I think not Mm -hmm. yeah
0: not because it's like an inherently sex sexy
1: no Yeah. Um, recently I accidentally fell into like a Farrah Fawcett um wormhole on the Mm -hmm. internet and she dated Ryan O'Neill for a very long time, who was Tatum O'Neill's dad. And that dude is insane. Yeah. Like it's a wonder. I mean like some of his children are dead and it's a wonder that any of the other ones are alive.
0: Yeah, and I mean, Tatum O'Neill has had, like, a rough go of it, They (laughs) all have. It's so sad. I actually wound up watching Christy McNichols' E! True Hollywood Story after I watched this movie, because on YouTube it was just, like, the next thing that came up. Um, And I remember, like, watching that when it aired, and it is so... (sighs) Well, all of those are really exploitative, and so few of them ever like actually have interviews with the person Mm -hmm. like the person whose true story it is Mm -hmm. like they have archival footage of her in interviews and stuff but like the narrative is being controlled by somebody else entirely and like the way because Christy McNichol has bipolar disorder and she really had a hard time treating that and that affected her career a lot because people thought that she was difficult to work with or like whatever um and then, like, eventually she was just like, meh, fuck it. I'm just, like, not going to act anymore. Yeah. I'm just going to go be, like, a normal person. But, like, the way that they were telling her story and the way that it's specifically they were talking about her uh, mental illness was just, like, so upsetting. And then right after that, I watched a documentary about the Carpenters, who I'm always falling into internet holes about. But um, that one... Because Karen Carpenter is dead, obviously. Um, Doesn't have any interviews with her, but it was produced by her brother. And there's, like, you could totally tell that he's the one who was controlling this narrative. And, like, has always been the one controlling the narrative. And I just was angry about uh, other people telling women's stories. And uh, just excited that, at least with this movie, women wrote it.
1: Yeah, I think you're giving it too much credit for that. Like, I think it's great that a woman wrote it, but, and I do agree that it would have been worse if a man wrote it, but I don't know. I don't think it, like, serves the women in it very well, except for Mm. the parts we talked about where they kind of have these realizations, but that's, like, a very small part of the movie, I feel like. Mm. I don't know. I think it's
0: interesting that um, the actor that played the coach... Uh, had to be recast, and so he was cast really late, and they had already shot like half the movie. So he was supposed to be in it a lot more, and he wasn't. And
1: oh, that actually makes sense.
0: Yeah, because he feels very
1: confusing.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, this movie was a huge hit, making thirty-six million off of a very small budget, uh, which is interesting because, you know, for years movie executives said that people don't like to go see movies about women and girls. You know, use that as as excuses not to make movies about them.
1: What old trivia you got?
0: Mm, Not much. There really wasn't much out there, which I was surprised by, because I feel like there's got to be a bunch of other people who this movie was also very important to you know mm-hmm. who like are on the internet generating trivia about it but apparently not why did i write homophobia and then a sad face oh because at the beginning like that's kind of how the bet happens is they're on the bus and the judy girl what's her name what's her oh, actual no. name cinder, cinder she yeah. Is, yeah she's talking about how she has this fiance and how they've had sex and like whatever and then like to seem cool the other girls say that they've also had sex and then with those two they're like oh what you haven't had sex what are you lesbians like and that's you know they they call her a dyke a few times I think which is unfortunate use of words but
1: um yeah that's probably why sad face that's probably why it is around it's early in my notes mm-hmm Oh, I hate that they're best friends at the end, too. <laughs> or just like I don't like I don't care. Movie people, anyone can be friends with whoever they want to be friends with. But there was just like nothing. They didn't even really talk to each other for the entire movie. And yeah. then all of a sudden at the end they're like, "We're best friends." Yeah.
0: I mean, I think it's like they it, it, best friends is definitely an odd choice of phrasing, but um, like they both had like been through this like weirdly specific experience that no one else had. Yeah, you know, and they also like, even though they they didn't bond at first, they were both the outsiders, and they've been sleeping next to each other the whole time. Like I think they respect each other a lot, you know.
1: It was just like and that that like
0: false um. Kind of false uh, familiarity, I think, is easy to misinterpret as best friendness when you're alone in a camp for a long time.
1: Mm, you know? Yeah, they just they didn't like build up to that at Intense all. Intense feelings. Yeah.
0: Well, it's a, a, a brisk ninety-four minutes. Not a lot of time for anything really. That beautiful scene where they're like in that field of wildflowers was not long enough at all.
1: Just seen in the field of so
0: wildflowers. See,
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't
0: remember it. <laughs> yeah, because it happened so quickly. They were just like, I don't know, in a field gathering wildflowers. Kristen McNichol puts a daisy in her hair, and then it cuts to uh, Tana O'Neill talking to someone, maybe another adult from the camp. Who knows? Um, about like when. When do, you, it, when do you know it's the right time to have sex and stuff? It's like a oh, brief conversation about that.
1: One of them had that conversation with their mom. Yeah, Christy
0: McNichol did. She, like, comes on, like, parent visitation day mm-hmm. and asks her mom about it. And her mom's like, whatever. Sex is no big deal. And then she has sex and she was like,
1: this is a big deal. Why and did she you was say like, that to yeah, me? Yeah, why did you say that like that? That's not true. <laughs> yeah. And then I, like, she yelled at her mom. She basically yeah. was like, mom, you date losers. Please stop. Yeah.
0: Well, because she just like had this experience with this guy who is like very sensitive and like uh, not only interested in sex Like I I think that the Matt Dillon character was a a type of guy that she didn't know existed previously,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then it's like, why would you date these other losers when you could date somebody like this guy, not knowing. How few and far between they are. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. She does not have any male role models. Mm-mm. Okay, you want to play our games. Mm-hmm. Do you want to play Stan Lee yourself first or the other one? What was the other one? Well, the other one is just our uh, our tallies. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Who would you be if you were in this movie? Um. Or who would you cast yourself as for
1: a cameo? I don't know. Honestly, like. In reality, I would totally just be, like, one of the girls in the background at the camp. <laughs> just, like, not participating.
0: Yeah. Did you happen to notice the one with the curly hair who's always just, like, sitting there looking... No, that's ...sad me. and is very bad at things? That's, that's <laughs> And then me. also sometimes wears great hats.
1: No. <laughs> She's
0: great. Oh. She, she has, like, one of those arrow hats that, like makes it look like you've been shot through the head with an arrow and she's like wearing (laughs) that while they're doing archery and stuff oh she was hilarious that's one of the people that I would be and then the other person would be the 10 year old just dancing instead of jumping jacks and um the like horny one who's always quoting Shakespeare (laughs)
1: like
0: she's a big driver of this whole thing too like she's the horny one (laughs) just trying to like live vicariously through them
1: you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, so the other game we created will keep going through every camp movie that we watch, mm-hmm. and it's a list of... It's not um, a game, it's a list. It's not a game, it's a list, <laughs> but I kind of think we're going to turn it into a bingo game anyway. Oh, yeah, I forgot I that. I kind of think we're going to turn it into bingo cards that we can just play while we watch these movies, mm-hmm. but I am still going to keep a tally. Um, so it's a list of um, camp tropes and we went back and did it for Sleepaway Camp too. and some of them are not typical things that you would think of as like oh that thing would definitely show up in a camp movie but mm-hmm. there was a lot of stuff that was in both of these movies that I was like oh that's going on the list that's going to show up again yeah um, wow there's a lot of them <laughs> we got a lot of them okay um, so first we have Smoking which appeared constantly in Sleepaway Camp and Little Darlings. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Dillon... Which we'll see a lot less of, I think, in when the When we later get probably into, out of the 80s, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Matt Dillon kept a pack of cigarettes in his t-shirt sleeve. Oh, God, all rolled up. Yeah. Uh, uh. All right, so next we have Anger, which there was a <laughs> shit ton of in both of these movies. Everyone was angry yeah. for no reason.
0: A lot less yelling in the, in uh, Little Darlings, though. Different kinds of expressions. Except for her. at the
1: beginning, was like v- pretty violent. Mm. That fight on the bus, or or like the cold open of Christy McNichol just
0: kicking a guy. Oh yeah, nuts. I
1: like that part. My my very uh, first note. I... What what did you miss that? <laughs> no no no. I was just gonna say like I feel like they that opens her as like a very strong character that then disappears mm-hmm. until much later.
0: Yeah, I m- my very first note was I was nervous that this would not hold up at all, but the very opening scene is Kristen McNichol kicking a, b- a guy in the balls, so I think we will be fine. Yeah, that part's great.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> then and also having seen this movie on cable so many times, I usually miss that part, mm. so that was a delight. I forgot.
1: So next we have canoe tip. Does a canoe tip over? Yes mm-hmm. for Sleepaway Camp, no for Little darling. Oh, you skipped over Homophobia. Oh, I'll go back. Next we have Homophobia, <laughs> uh, which there is a lot of in both these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, next we have Canoe Trip, which, no. yeah, Canoe yeah, Tip and right. then Canoe Trip.
0: Yeah, there's just two separate categories, just had to make that
1: clear. Um, appears in both movies, hiking in both movies. Uh camp out. there's a camp out in sleepaway camp. There is no camp out in this movie. No, but I will make
0: a note about uh, hiking and little darlings. The girls go hiking to uh, spy on the boys while they're swimming. I couldn't tell if they were skinny dipping or not because the resolution of the video was too low. so who knows? but anyway,
1: they were um, no they were um, well because they were there was one part where they were like using binoculars to watch them skinny dip, weren't they? Yeah, I just, I don't know if they were uh-huh. actually
0: skinny dipping or not. But uh-huh. It doesn't it doesn't matter, because what I was going to talk about is that Cinder wore quite an outfit to go do that. She had on these, like, peach-colored shorts overalls with, um, like, a red bandana tied around her neck in, like, a Scout's style, and then, like, a red cowgirl hat. And these yellow high heels, and she was hiking in that, and I just loved it. What a great God, outfit! She's so Judy, she also did her hair really crazy later. Yeah. Um, oh, I, we need to talk about your your plan for your hair at camp. What are you gonna
1: do with your hair? Just let it be free, and then put okay. it in a ponytail when it gets really gross. Okay. Um, I just I was thinking about it a lot while I was watching. I'm this not gonna podcast. have like great '80s camp hair. Mm-mm. Um, I just feel
0: like you, you need a strategy going in Or yeah.
1: it's going to take over your summer yeah, I'll be okay. All right. will uh, Camp Out Yes for Sleepaway Camp No for this movie Sleepaway Camp everyone gets murdered at the Camp Out Good choice <laughs> if they didn't do it in this movie mm-hmm. uh, Bonfire No Bonfire in Sleepaway Camp Yes we had one in this movie though uh, Oh and there
0: was one I also below made Added Sleepaway Camp 2 Because I watched that last night <laughs> So, I'm going to, in a in a separate section, be keeping track of all the other movies that I watch and whether these things come up, because um, I'm going to watch a bunch of others.
1: Next, we have New York Accents, which appear mm-hmm. in both movies. <laughs> Not really a camp trope, but <laughs> really seems to be showing up a lot so far. Uh, Matt Dillon has a New York accent in this. Mm-hmm. Um, parent Visit. No in Sleepaway Camp, because they probably all would have got murdered, right? Mm-hmm. Um Yes, in this movie. Um, The next one is play slash musical. No for Sleepaway Camp. Yes for Little Darlings. Oh, that's a good one. Kara added this. I I made this and then Kara added and I have not really looked at what she added. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, well,
0: so I, when I watched Sleepaway Camp two last night, there Pamela is definitely an acoustic guitar
1: in that one. Bruce
0: Springsteen's sister, uh-huh. yeah, and I was like, oh, I was missing this from the first movie. Yeah. Definitely, like Kumbaya, sitting around campfire playing acoustic guitar. Uh, can
1: we change it to guitar because of sure. Camp Nowhere? Oh yeah, because sure. you know there's an electric guitar yeah. in Camp Nowhere. <laughs> Fair. Um, guitar. Okay. So acoustic guitar, no for sleepaway camp, yes for Little Darlings. Inappropriate adult camper relationship, yes for both movies. Mm -hmm. I'm curious as to whether or not that will continue outside of the 80s. We'll find (laughs) out. Um, Age-appropriate fucking, no for sleepaway camp, yes for Little Darlings. Yes for sleepaway camp too, there is some intense yeah. fucking yeah in that. they really it
0: really goes off the rails <laughs> in the second A in the really <laughs> wild bathroom kind cunnilingus of there you know, that so- are it imme- sounds like they're <laughs> playing basketball at first <laughs>
1: <laughs> there are in the beginning of sleepaway camp 2 there are boobs immediately for no reason yeah Tip no patrol. reason um substance use yes for both movies Surprise luggage, yes, for both these. I have no idea I knew what you, what you would mean ask. by this. Okay, what I mean is they all travel to camp without any signs of having any luggage, <laughs> and then when they <laughs> arrive, like, and I know sometimes you can, like, ship your stuff to camp, I guess, Yeah, but whatever, surprise luggage, both I feel movies. like Tatum O'Neill gets on the bus with a carry-on. No, nobody has anything with them, and that is a school bus. It does not have an underneath. Mm. Uh, food fight. No for Sleepaway Camp. Yes for Little Darlings. I couldn't remember if there was one in Sleepaway Camp too, but no, I feel like maybe. I really? I don't know. I can't think of it if there is. Okay. Mean Girl Energy. Yes for both movies. Duh. Mm-hmm. Everyone is a Judy. Uh, Babies Who Think They're Grown Ups. Yes for both movies. I think, do you think that's always going to be true though about, we'll find about out about teenagers? The <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Camp hair. Okay. I need you to define camp hair for me because if you're at camp and you have hair, you have camp hair.
0: Basically. Yeah. Okay. I just like, this is, if I mark it down, I'll be able to remember, what kind of, I was going to say I'll be able to remember what they are, but now I already, I already don't. Um, but I think this is something we should continue to
1: track, okay. especially I don't know like, if we're going to do a bingo. I just don't know thing. what you mean by camp hair. You'll know it when you see it. But I but I'm not sure that I saw it. You saw it. How do you know? If, if you had a bingo card and on the bingo card it said camp hair and then you saw some camp hair, you would be like No, because all of this mm-hmm. hair just looks like eighties hair to me. It doesn't look like camp hair. Yeah, I don't
0: remember what I meant. <laughs> I like I remember <laughs> I remember what I meant. For sleepaway camp, definitely because Meg has crazy hair and also Judy has hair that she did. Oh, this is what I meant with little darlings is that Cinder does her hair. That's like not she... camp hair,
1: that's the opposite of camp hair. That's somebody it's hair doing their hair at camp. Everybody has hair at camp. <laughs> uh, listen, leave this category. I'll to leave me. it, but I'm gonna keep asking you to explain it. <laughs> Okay, next is someone gets thrown in the water. And, okay, are we saying that that's different from a canoe tipping? Absolutely. Okay. Yes, for both. Who gets thrown in the water in this movie? In uh, Tatum O'Neill. I don't
0: remember that. I, like, so that she fakes fake drowns so that the coach will save her.
1: Um, Someone gets Cinder murdered. tosses her. Anyway. Uh-huh. yes for sleepaway camp no for little darlings where are the adults yes for both movies <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right that's, so that's the list. what we have so far yeah
0: but i i imagine it will keep growing because as we th- see things we're gonna be like oh yeah that's definitely a thing
1: well i try yeah like i tried to think of like like, I tried to think outside of these two movies, like, was there camp stuff, but I was like, ooh, yeah, like, that should go on there, but I don't know, It feels like there are, most of them are here. Yeah, I'm gonna make bingo cards. I bet you can do that on the internet. Oh, I'm sure you can. Is that it for Little Darlings? I guess so. Did you watch anything else? We talked, like, pretty recently. Um.
0: I don't remember. Let me see.
1: See, this is why
0: I use Letterbox So I can be like, I watch these things. Except it doesn't track TV. And mm. most of what I watch is TV. So I've been rewatching watching um, King of the Hill. Just as like my like chill-out time. Like brain chill, not thinking, or having emotions time. Mm-hmm. You know? Because it's like not... An intense show, and I love cartoons, so that's been fun. Um, oh, I watched Ever After. Well, I, I babysat. That was crazy, you know, you first of all. You kept a very all. tiny
1: baby alive.
0: For seven and a half hours. It is exhausting. I do not know how parents do it for a full 24 And then, like, continuously over time for the rest of their lives. It's exhausting. Um, I watched a couple of great rom-coms on Netflix. Did you watch Always Be My Maybe yet? No. Okay. Uh, It's excellent. It's Ali Wong and Randall Park and uh, Keanu Reeves shows up. And it's so good. Uh, And then the other night I watched All the Boys I've Loved Before, which was also very good. Um. Yeah, I just soft, easy to digest things are the things that I want to be putting in my brain right now mostly. How about you?
1: Well, me too, and that's why I'm rewatching the OC. Oh, yeah. Have I talked I mean, I started it a little while ago. Did I talk about it then? Uh, very briefly, I think. I like think. am really doing it now. Um. Yeah. And I like it so much. Not only do it's I like great. it so much, I think I like it more than the last time I watched it, which was like 10 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funnier now. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's it's so funny. And it, like people really, it doesn't get the respect that it deserves because it was just a stupid dumb no, like teen soap it opera and though. there's so much more to it. Yeah.
1: But, it's excellent. And the music is amazing. Mm-hmm. And it also has brought my house together. Like, Aww. there's, like, very little that, like, everyone in my house can agree on watching. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I turn the OC on in the living room, like, slowly but surely all of a sudden, like, all five of us will be standing there <laughs> watching it. That's nice. Yeah, it's been really nice. And it's funny, someone, my, my roommate who had not seen it before, was like, why are they always saying each other's last names? And I was like huh they do do that don't they because when i was explaining it to her too i was also using everybody's first and last name and it's because they do it on the show constantly
0: yeah i feel like that's a rich people thing
1: but do they do that or maybe maybe it's just a rich people on television
0: thing i don't know enough like real rich people to be able to say one way or the other yeah i feel like rich people are always like hi i'm something something no, something like, junior the third No but like they do whatever. it to each
1: other constantly mm. Like I mean so, so Summer always calls Seth Cohen Cohen mm-hmm. she just calls him by his last name and I guess she calls Marissa Coop too but like mm-hmm. like for example okay She's the only one that has any sense though Well okay so just generally speaking Summer Yeah not yet though she's still dumb right now <laughs> She she has I love the, her so She much. has the best like trajectory like she yeah, starts off so character. shitty and gets so awesome yeah um uh so like i just watched the episode where everyone finds out that luke was sleeping with julie cooper Oh, my goodness. Julie Cooper. (laughs) Julie Cooper.
0: I know. I said that Summer was my favorite favorite character, but I take that back. Definitely (laughs) Julie Cooper. Also, I just decided I'm definitely going to watch the show again. You absolutely
1: need to. Um, But when... So the reason Marissa finds out, they're, like, kind of trying not to tell Marissa and just, like, sweep it under the rug and have it be over. And so Ryan makes Luke break up with Julie And after he does, he comes back to the pool house and they're talking about it. And just as he's talking about it, Marissa walks in and he's saying, I did it. I broke it off with Julie Cooper. Like, as if no (laughs) one would know what he's like. He says her full name.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's (laughs) so funny. You're totally right. That happens
1: constantly. (sighs) And I can't, like, unsee it now. It's funny. Yeah. Sandy Cohen's the best. (sighs) Love him. I just want him to be my dad so I had, badly. I had my first like kind of like cry. Like I cry at everything, but like this is not good enough. It's not this like it's like a soap opera, so it's not mm-hmm. like emotional enough to cry at most of the time. Oh, but...
0: you better believe I'm uh, crying myself to death when Ryan is like carrying Marissa's body and it, like oh, God, shits no. on fire, I'm and it's all like so Wah. glad
1: Marissa died.
0: <laughs> Oh, she was the I, worst. Do you I remember lot how lot happy everybody her. gets
1: after she dies? <laughs> That's she's horrible. just constantly selfishly ruining everything for everybody. I think she's misunderstood. Ugh, whatever. I mean, I know like I get why she is the way she is. Look at her terrible parents and her terrible upbringing, but like whatever. She's miserable. Um I but there's like a moment where um Ryan had Ryan had left, he went back to Chino and he comes back to the house and Sandy's like, How was home? And Ryan was like, I don't know, you tell me. Like you were here and I was just like, Oh <laughs> my heart He <laughs> It's Sandy like, Cohen. The he relationship, the relationship between so love to give. yeah, like the relationship between Sandy and Ryan is like so sweet yeah. as it develops. It's just like yeah, they have like a, a very cute buddy comedy kind of like dynamic going on. Yeah, and Seth Cohen is the worst, but mm-hmm. but he gets better, and especially Truly. like as you start to get to see him with Sandy, and you can see that maybe Sandy was also once Seth Cohen. <laughs> um, it's like it becomes a lot more forgiving yeah
0: you're right seth cohen would try to fuck someone in a mail truck
1: what that
0: was uh i forget exactly like the details (laughs) of this this will come up in like the very last episode i feel like that like when uh kirsten and sandy were at berkeley they had sex in a mail truck at some point for some (laughs) reason so, just tuck that away in the back of your brain. Let me know
1: if and when it comes up. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, I love how much it, like, like every once, not how much, but every once in a while, it will, like, make a joke about itself in a way mm-hmm. that is very good. Yeah, like, they watch
0: that show within the show that's The O.C., but it's The O.C. in This universe, you know, Mm -hmm. I forget what it's called. The something. I I
1: haven't got there yet. Show. Well, actually, I might have. I might have just got there because there's an episode with Colin Hanks, who's like an actor on a show that they love. That's exactly what And they go to his birthday party, and they all walk into the birthday party, and like somehow end up making a joke about how the actors on the show are playing teenagers and they're really old uh-huh <laughs> and Wait, then there's what season joke. are you on i'm on the Never first yet. season also oh, it was okay. when tv had 28 episodes every season it's mm-hmm. so long it is really long but it's not hard to watch yet i don't think it ever gets hard to watch no but every once in... okay you know when it gets hard to watch is when Marissa makes a dumbass decision that lasts for six episodes and we have to keep dealing with it. <laughs> like Oliver, like those episodes oh, suck. Oliver, and He's then the Johnny worst. too. Oh, Johnny. You know that's not
0: that is not her fucking fault. Okay, <laughs> those men come into her life, but she chooses and then... to keep
1: hanging out with them. <sighs> She had a big
0: heart. No. She thought she could dumb. change them. No,
1: she's yeah. dumb. Yeah, she thought she could change them, and she's wrong. Oh, oh. Who among us has not no, I know. made that mistake at <laughs> least? No, I know. Six to seven I times. Know. More than six to seven times. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm blaming her. I'm just saying those episodes suck. They
0: do suck, but I I think that the, like, writers had some animosity for Marissa and, like, made her suck on purpose. Like, why does everyone else on the show get to have these incredible character arcs and she is just shitty all the time and dies? You know what I mean?
1: Like, that to me doesn't seem fair. Because it just wasn't working out. I don't know. I think you she could have you think they didn't, okay. like, try? I don't know. I I think they just needed her to make conflict. Like, who else was going to make conflict? Because everyone else... Literally anyone else. No, I know, but, like,
0: I don't know. (laughs) Literally everyone else is making conflict all of the time. Yeah, but
1: not like she does. She makes, like, (laughs) dangerous decisions. (laughs) Like, everyone else kind of cuts that out. It's like Ryan kind of cuts that out pretty quickly because he's, like, a good kid and we need to believe that about him
0: yeah but everyone has that one friend who like you're like what are you doing
1: yeah why and then eventually you stop hanging out with them yeah or they die or they die i guess (laughs) yeah spoiler everyone marissa
0: dies so the fake show within the show is called the valley
1: yeah it is
0: and Summer at one point makes a comment that the Valley just got picked up for five more seasons. <laughs> you know, these team dramas, they run forever.
1: OC wasn't on for that long. No, it was only like, what, four, four seasons? Five yeah. seasons?
0: Yeah. Not long enough. Although I think no, it was the perfect enough. length. Yeah. Like, it it never got too long, I think. Like, there might be some extraneous episodes within the seasons, but the show itself had, like, a really natural and nice arc
1: god everyone's hair is so bad though oh the tyranny of the flat iron okay sometimes ryan's hair is really good and sometimes Mm -hmm. it's really stupid and flat and it goes (laughs) back and forth like in an episode like it'll be not in the same scene but like in the next scene that is like the same day his hair will be so different and terrible and then it'll get all cute and messy again and then seth cohen's hair is just jew hair so he's fine and then sandy cohen's hair is beautiful he's fine. And then Marissa's hair is finally like solving itself, but it was a mess for a long time. And yeah. it's also different in like multiple scenes in each episode. Her hair keeps changing. I mean, it was what, 2003? 2003. 2003. A, a dark but time. Poor Kirsten. Her hair is awful and it is not getting better. It looks like they put in like extensions. To like really short oh, hair. Yeah,
0: I remember that hair. It is so bad. And then it's
1: and then the really highlights are just like so bad. Really bad. Yeah. So I feel bad for oh, her. Oh, Marissa. And then Julie Cooper like, just has that like horrible fake red hair. Oh, I love her horrible fake red hair. She gets baby
0: bangs at some point. I forget mm-hmm. when
1: Marissa just got bangs and it helped.
0: Marissa's, like, half-up, half-wet look, Cotillion hair. Very bad. Looks like these. <laughs> did they go to Cotillion yet? What is Cotillion? No. I don't understand. It's like a thing that rich people do, right? Yeah, I guess. As far as <laughs> uh, t- TV they would lead see. me to believe, yes.
1: They I did go because Anna was there. And Anna's gone now. Anna! Yeah, Anna left. She should Because well, She's too good her. for all of them Way too good Her hair is bad too though Oh so bad Looks So blonde So
0: just flattened Yeah Into like sh- Sheets <laughs> You know <laughs> Like sheets of Shards of hair <laughs>
1: clothes are bad too they seemed really cool at the time not for the dudes though the dudes look pretty okay yeah there's there's ways they're fine it's just those
0: like supremely low-rise jeans
1: on those girls
0: with like their hip bones poking out all of the time
1: no that doesn't that doesn't bother me that much it just all looks like like because they're all like rich kids and like even the like nice like I assume they're actually like real brands like mm-hmm. real designers that they're wearing like they even those just look like cheap and trashy they because so of bad. the year <laughs> so many flared jeans yeah and just like really ugly shirts and like really ugly colors yeah
0: yeah i mean that's like part of the reason we watch shows about rich people I, at least I personally watch shows about rich people is to see their fabulous clothes and this was not one of those series. I did. Like, that was not the thing to watch for. I,
1: I was thinking about it because Marissa wore the first shirt that I was like oh my god I want that. But that was the first time that it happened and I was like 25 episodes in. Mm. Um, I did buy a purse because I fell in love with it on the OC once. Oh really? What did it look like? It's. I will show you. It's a... I just got rid of it, finally. Um, It was a coach purse, but that doesn't have those dumb C's all over it. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yes.
0: Like, the handbag as status symbol, which has always been a thing, but it was like... And I feel like, due in large part to the OC, very big at that time, in particular. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah probably. I mean, like I don't know. It was just really big is, then. Yeah. I also, Joey made fun of, this was in college, I bought the purse. And I definitely bought it by accident. Like, I was looking at it to buy, it was like on eBay or something, they didn't even sell it anymore. I had to like, work hard to find it. Which was fun. But I found it on eBay, I think, and I accidentally clicked the like, buy now button. <laughs> Which was, like, fine. I wanted it. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but I went to Joey and I was like, I accidentally bought a purse. And he was like, how did you accidentally <laughs> buy a purse? He made fun of me for a long time. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, I'm still looking for a picture of it. I know I can find it.
0: <sighs> yeah, Ryan's hair looks terrible when he has, like, product in it. No, that's but when like... I like
1: it. I, I think. Know. I don't know. I don't know what you're looking at. I don't
0: like it when it, like, sticks up in the front.
1: Oh, I do. Oh, I see what you mean
0: when it's, like, fluffy It's like and bad.
1: Sometimes it's, like, messy and cute, and sometimes it's, like... Yeah. Flat. Oh, 2003. None of them ever were really, like... In anything else. I mean they know they were a little bit. But never like. Rachel Beelson has like a fashion line now. I think. like She's like a
0: successful fashion person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think if anyone. Ryan. Whose name I don't even know ben in McKenzie. her life. Ben McKenzie. I think he's probably been. Like of the kids in the most stuff. Because he's had a couple of series. He was on Gotham. Yeah, I guess I remember that. Like Southland, I think. Um, Yeah, Misha Barton never really left the runway, unfortunately. And uh, Seth Cohen was in some things. Most of them were bad. Oh! I found it. you know what he was in? What? Jennifer's Body. He played... Oh my god,
1: he was! He just played Seth Cohen.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But a little older and like and uh, also like a devil worshipper <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah that's the only other thing Oh, I've that's have it a cute purse. isn't that cute yeah i like that it's not it looks it looks kind of dated now um like, i would say that it's
0: ret- like it's uh vintage like i tried you know, like it might be dated but it's like old enough that you could pull it off as vintage
1: no i got rid of it i like was like i don't know i just could, i got rid of it Oh, I like it. Uh, who had it?
0: Like summer, thing. duh. Mm, of course. Yeah, her clothes were always the best. Yeah. Yeah. What is Rachel Bilson up to? She's so cute. I love her so much. Oh, she does have a. T- she was on the Heart of Dixie, which was on for like four years was a CW series, comedy-drama, uh, which starred Ra- Rachel Bilson as Dr. Zoe Hart, a New Yorker who, after her dreams of becoming a heart surgeon fall apart, accepts an offer to work as a general practitioner in the fi- fictional Gulf Coast town of Bluebell, Alabama. Interesting. Interesting.
1: Yeah, it seems like they've all worked some, but. Mm-hmm. Nothing as big as the OC. The OC was big, right? It was It was a phenomenon. Okay, it wasn't just because I was like the right age for that.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I maybe. Mean, it helped. I also was that age. Um, but no, I, I feel like it was like a huge cultural phenomenon, like enough that it spawned. It's own reality spinoff. In yeah. Virginia Beach, which I also watched religiously. Oh, it was no. so ridiculous oh, and good. No. Oh, so bad, but good. Oh. I had lines. and then that <laughs> spun off into its own thing with the Hills and like two other shows. And Kristen Cavallari is still in the tabloids I amazingly. Know. And Oh God, Spencer and Heidi, they're still in the tabloids too. Oh, I no. don't understand why they won't go away anyway. Uh, Yeah, huge cultural phenomenon, I think. And like, I think it holds up to the scrutiny of like going back to it and seeing that it was actually really good and deserved kind of the attention that it got, although I don't think it got the right kind of attention like it wasn't a phenomenon because people were like oh my god this show is so good
1: no I've I've been reading some about it and people actually really liked the first season yeah yeah I mean I don't think they were like this is high art (laughs) but like it wasn't like it got like generally pretty good reviews Mm -hmm. um it's also the same show as Gossip Girl from what I can understand no not at all well i was watching it with my roommate who had never seen the oc but has seen gossip girl and i was like Mm -hmm. trying to convince her to like be into it with me and i was like i think it's just like gossip girl and then i started explaining everyone to her and she was like oh yeah that's this person oh yeah that's this person and she had like a gossip girl match for every single character oh interesting now talk about a show about rich people
0: with great clothes the style on that show
1: But are we going to go back in 10 years? But also questionable sometimes. Are we going to go back in 10 years and be like, hmm? I mean, yeah. Like,
0: there's definitely definitely some very, very bad looks. Um, But, like, in general, I think it's it's fun. It's definitely, like, very much of its time. I probably wouldn't wear most of that. I probably wouldn't have worn most of that at the time either. So who
1: knows? All right. Anything else to add? I don't think so Well, tell everyone where they can find you then You'd not follow me Oh, I do have
0: one more thing to add Which is that the The guy who directed Little Little Darlings Also directed Gettysburg I don't know what that is it's a movie about the Battle of Gettysburg um, <laughs> that I have seen 900 times because my dad was like obsessed with the Civil War. Mm-hmm. We've talked about yeah. this, but mm-hmm. I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of war movies. Gettysburg, probably more than any, maybe Glory a few more times, both about the Civil War. Anyway, uh, really blew my mind to realize that he also directed that. We used to go to Gettysburg um, for Thanksgiving. For several years, because my cousins like lived in like the middle of Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. so we'd go there for Thanksgiving and then spend the rest of the weekend in Gettysburg. It was so boring.
1: <laughs> Sounds boring. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, if you want to find me, you can follow me on Instagram at bimps, B-I-M-P-S-E.
1: And if you want to find me, I'm on Instagram at pc. You can find our Instagram at WistfulPod. And we will talk to you next time with another Cant movie. Bye. Bye.